Hello and welcome to episode six of Harry's podcast. I think I'm finding my feet with this thing. I'm sure the format will evolve. Guests will happen at some point. I don't know why I'm so reluctant. I think it's symbolic that I'm fighting against the one aspect that would inevitably increase my audience. But it feels too easy and not very original. And I guess I'm reluctant because this podcast was about taking on this ambitious project and slowly but surely having a mental breakdown that you could all experience and we could all enjoy together. That would be entertaining, right? Also, the inspiration for this was private journals or diaries that you felt you shouldn't be reading. So guests don't really feel like they fit with that. But there's no reason why I couldn't have one occasionally, every 10 episodes or so. That's what I should do. See, this is why this podcast is good. It's me working out things in real time. No fictional marketing team this week. I've had to change the locks to the office. This week I shot the first short in the ongoing series called Harry's Show. Yep, that's what we're calling it. It might evolve into something that deserves a better title, but until then, that's what we're stuck with. So the first piece is called Losing the Plot, but it's part of Harry's Show. Harry's Show should feel like a camera's been left on, and Harry's podcast is this personal diary you feel like you're eavesdropping on. That's, that's the plan anyway. The shoot went pretty smoothly, besides a barking dog that made us break for lunch a bit earlier than expected. I was definitely in my head too much the whole day. It was um, I was so excited to shoot this short. Then on the day, I was spinning plates, you know, as is normal. But I was also jumping ahead in my mind and having quite a lot of doubt. I kept thinking, will this work? Is it funny? And doubting yourself as you're making something, really isn't the best way to approach things. It's the same with writing. You shouldn't be doubting yourself as you're writing. It should be fun. You're allowed to doubt yourself before and after, maybe, but during the act, in my experience, is definitely not a good sign. And questioning, is it funny, is something I really have to snap out of because it was funny on the page. So as long as you're true to those moments on the day, it will be funny. Doubt when shooting slows you down and you're not as on the ball as you should be how can you be proactively positive when you're worried about something that's already happened or hasn't happened yet and I'm only really realizing how crucial mastering this is to the job of the director a film is a million pieces and you might be shooting a three-hour film over six months but all that really matters is that moment that you're trying to get and that you're focusing on and how it fits into the bigger picture, which is exactly how life is. And I think on the day of the shoot, my head was sort of, it wasn't in the present moment as much as it should have been. Um, But thankfully, you know, the crew were great and I do think we'll have something, I think. But I feel like this after almost every shoot. And when the short goes online, people are generally really positive and then I watch it back and kind of go you know what was I worried about what was I thinking and maybe I was just so excited for this short and then on the day it was just kind of my head was all over the place that I couldn't fully enjoy it as much as I thought I would do. The day after a shoot I normally have a reflective hour where I write down what went right with the shoot and what could have gone better It's a nice way to shake off a foggy brain or give myself a pep talk on paper, which is a habit I've fallen into the last 10 or so years. 
it's a nice way for me to close the book or turn the page on something that I've been working on for a little while. And, you know, even if it's just a one day shoot, it's, it's nice to get those thoughts down. I record this podcast on Thursday mornings and uh, to get it online for Fridays. Monday this week was the shoot and Tuesday and Wednesday was was dealing with the aftermath of the shoot and transferring files and syncing sound. Uh, we had a bit of a workflow issue uh, in terms of transferring the files because the files were quite quite big and syncing the sound. And going forward, I'm trying to get a software that will that will immediately sync all the sound for me. And so that'll speed that up. There was no writing uh, this week because of that. And But all the footage is in Final Cut and it's ready to edit, which is great. As soon as I've I've finished this podcast and dropped this into, into Ryan's Dropbox, I'll crack on with the editing. This week, because of the shoe, it's the first time I haven't written in about six weeks. So that has also impacted my mood post-shoot. But I don't want this to come across as downbeat or a depressing episode because I'm actually really happy. I believe what I'm trying to do is interesting and new. It feels risky and I keep going back to this advice from David Bowie. So this is what David Bowie said. Never play to the gallery, <laughs> I think. But you never learn that until much later on, I think. But never work for other people in what you do. Always, always remember that the reason that you initially started working was that there was something inside yourself that you felt that if you could manifest it in some way, you would understand more about yourself and how you coexist with the rest of society. And I, I think it's terribly dangerous for an artist to fulfill other people's expectations. I think they produce, they generally produce their worst work when they do that. And if, the other thing I would say is that if you feel safe in the area that you're working in, you're not working in the right area always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth. And when you don't feel that your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to do something exciting. So on the back of that amazing quote, I've set out on this big journey and I've shot the first episode. And now it's about looking at the first one and seeing what works. And irrespective of that, carrying on and getting those 10 done, because that was, that was the first goal getting those 10 done and learning each time what can be done differently and what can be done better. That was the goal. It's easy to fall into the trap of the bigger picture and getting intimidated by it. The success of this project, I realize, comes down to quantity as well as quality. So four of these isn't going to work. Four of these isn't going to be special. But 20 to 30 definitely would be. And so on some level on the shooting day, the combination of having not shot something for a while and also thinking, Jesus, making 20 of these is going to be hard, was probably in the back of my mind. In a dream world, I would make these non-stop for a year and they would build a following and I believe they will, but I have to realise what I'm doing is an unusual project and I've never been filming something before and thought, wow, my aim is to carry on making this sort of indefinitely, well, at least for the next seven months. And I need to use that as a positive rather than a creative blocker. Because whenever I've, I've shot something before, it's been one short or it's been a web series. It's been six shorts. 
And so I've not had to really have that pressure of, well, I want to make 20 of these. So how does this all fit in? Which, like I say, must have been on the back of my mind somehow on the shoot day. The next steps are to shoot the second episode, Good Day Writing, and a third um, I'm yet to write. And I want to shoot those both uh, the week of the 15th of June. This would be great because I'll have not only achieved a mini goal uh, I set of shooting three in June, but also it'll give me time to edit and write the next three or four for July. My aim is when I start releasing these, I'm not going to stop. There's, there's not going to be many weeks without them when I get started, which, you know, famous last words, I know. And in order to do this, I need to rethink the whole production process and the simplicity of these shorts. There's a lot you can do in one shot, perhaps. And I spoke about last week in terms of wrapping my head around the form of the storytelling. And I think in terms of being able to do three a month, that is something I've got to think about because I have to write with that firmly in mind. Um, my thinking behind this is if I shoot a film, rush to edit and get it out there, then that's what I've always done. And, um, you know, if I want to build up this fortnightly show, I'm going to have to get three to four shorts built up, ready to post weekly. I'm going to have to be sitting on some shorts as opposed to releasing them as soon as they're done. I think that's the the best way, but also kind of the only way at the moment. I haven't, I, I must admit, I haven't thought very deeply about this in terms of how many exact weeks this is going to give me in between shooting and editing, because my main focus at the moment is editing the first episode and writing episode three, four, and five. I can't imagine too deeply how this will look when I'm up and running. I've just got to get up and running and and then deal with the obstacles as they happen. My goal is simple in that I want to be shooting three a month and posting fortnightly until the end of the year. It might sound mad bordering on impossible, but the idea of this has stayed with me for years and it's it's time to make it a reality. But I'll leave you with two things I wrote in my moleskin. Uh, Tuesday morning, the morning after the shoot. So firstly, the only failure is not trying or not finishing. You cannot fail if you make something, because by making something, you've already succeeded. You can only learn and improve. And secondly, thinking of the long term can be crippling or it can be motivating. It's down to you to decide which to focus on. And at the risk of feeling hypocritical in light of the David Bowie advice, I would like to ask for some feedback. You know, if you are enjoying this podcast, please email me and tell me what you are enjoying about it. Or maybe at the end of these episodes, you're feeling a bit shortchanged about certain aspects that I'm not really going into detail about. Um, I can sort of, I can only improve or go into those things if you let me know. So. Yeah, in keeping with last week's podcast on improving ideas through collaboration, it would be nice to hear from some people. So drop me a line at harryjjsheriff at gmail.com. As always, this podcast was produced by the invaluable podfather himself, Ryan McMurray at Bracken Audio. I will see you next week.